Chapter 23 An Oracle Concerning Tyre Sound your sirens, O merchant ships, for Tyre is laid waste, stripped of warehouse and wharf. On their way from the land of Kittim, they shall be informed of it. Tyre and Sidon were anciently merchandising centers for the whole of the Near Eastern area, really. They were kind of the mercantile arm of Babylon. They were the port cities. They were shipping centers. From there, the ships left for various islands of the Mediterranean and for Egypt, and even went, apparently, as far as Tzarfat and Sfarad, which was France and Spain, and perhaps even the British Isles. In all of those places, the Canaanites had colonies. And Isaiah draws upon that imagery of merchandising and seafaring and trade between nations. He draws upon that imagery to describe an aspect of Babylon. Like I said, uh, John the Revelator's Babylon the Great is a kind of a composite of Isaiah's Babylon, the harlot Babylon, and here, in this case, the harlot Tyre, describing the merchandising aspect of Babylon. Look in the book of Revelation, and it's all about buying and selling and trading and shipping and all of that. Tyre is going to be laid waste. Be dumbfounded, O inhabitants of the isles, who were amply replenished by the traders of Sidon crossing the seas. The grain of Shehor, the harvest of the Nile, was her source of revenue upon the high seas when she became the merchant of nations, a shipping empire. In other words, not just one port or two ports necessarily, typologically speaking, but perhaps all shipping enterprises in an end-time scenario. It would include Amsterdam, New York, wherever you have port cities. This would be the scenario that would happen in that day of judgment. Be dismayed, O Sidon, because the sea, the mighty haven of the sea, has declared, I no longer labor and bear children. I no longer rear young men or raise virgins. The young men, virgins, and children, and the labor is the work of demand and supply and also of establishing outlying ports and daughter cities or daughter ports out there among the colonies or wherever merchandising and trafficking has reached. When the news of Tyre reaches Egypt, men will be in anguish at the report. Whereas when we find out that the port cities have all been wiped out, we know that trade is at an end. Move on to Tarshish, lamenting you, inhabitants of the isles. Is this your festive city of ancient origin, whose feet led her to settle far-off lands? Who devised this stratagem against Tyre, the imperial city, whose traders were princes, whose merchants the world's celebrities? The Lord of hosts devised it, to make all glorying in excellence a profanity, and the world's celebrities an utter execration. So part of this whole scenario of the destruction of Tyre and merchandising and port cities is again to put down that which is exalted or which exalts itself. The world's celebrities, the wealthy merchants who are like kings among the people, among the nations, they are made an utter execration or a profanity. That which is lifted up is put down. That which was put down will be lifted up. It's talking about her colonies or her vast merchandising and shipping empire, and the Lord of Hosts caused the end of it. It also says that glorying in excellence is a profanity. So one should not glory in excellence, no matter how 
perfect or excellent or admirable something is, one should not take pride in that. One should take pride in God. It says, chapter 13, My anger is not upon those who take pride in me. When these people are taking pride in their wares or in their successes and their wealth and their popularity or whatever it may be. Overflow your land like the Nile, O daughter of Tarshish. The harbor is no more. When the harbor is destroyed, where else can they go except onto the land? The Lord will stretch out his hand over the sea and distress kingdoms. He will give orders concerning the merchant city that her ports of haven be destroyed. So it is kind of like a city. It is kind of like a single entity, but yet it's a really conglomerate of entities. A whole empire, a whole system of ports throughout the world. Distressed kingdoms, it's a worldwide event. The world celebrities, far-off lands, distant origins. The hand over the sea, again, is a metaphor, or are metaphors. You can read that two ways. The Lord's left hand causing the destruction, or the Lord's right hand having power over the king of Assyria. If we say the left hand, which is the king of Assyria, having power over the port cities, or over the seafaring empire, that's one scenario. And then, as an aside, we could say, the Lord's servant has power over the king of Assyria, who is the sea. Either way, it has a double level of meaning there. You will say, you will frolic no more, O ravished virgin daughter of Sidon. Get up and cross over to Kittim, even though you will find no rest there. Like I said, he depicts her as a harlot, just as he does Babylon in the book of Isaiah. So too with the land of the Chaldeans, the people who founded Tyre for shipping. Was it not the Assyrians who set up observatories, exposed its fortifications, and caused her downfall? Sound your sirens, O merchant ships, your haven is desolate. Now, the people who found a tire for shipping are the Chaldeans or Babylonians. So it's part of a Babylon conglomerate. It's part of Babylon, Greater Babylon, Babylon the Greater Arch Babylon. But the Assyrians come in and set up spying devices, observatories of various kinds, and expose its weaknesses or its fortifications, its strengths and weaknesses. And they're the ones who cause her downfall or they're the ones who cause her to fall, just like Babylon falls. They're the ones who destroy her through the actual destruction. Sounding of the sirens is like the wailing of those who mourn over this destruction. Sound your sirens or merchant ships, your haven is desolate. Ships that are out there can't even come home because there's no place to dock. In that day, Tyre shall be forgotten 70 years, the lifetime of a king. And at the end of 70 years, Tyre shall be as the harlot in the song. So after the destruction the port cities will lay waste for about 70 years. That probably is just a figurative number. Take a lyre and go about the town, O forgotten harlot. Play skillfully, sing song after song that you may be remembered. There are some people who choose that lifestyle. She was once a popular harlot, and everybody wanted her. Now, in order to revive her standing in the community, she takes her guitar and goes out singing so that people will remember her. She'll drum up some business again. So Isaiah is using that imagery to describe what happens to the shipping empire after it's kind of laid dormant for some time. For after 70 years, the Lord will revisit Tyre, 
and she will return to her trade and hire herself out to all the kingdoms of the world on the face of the earth. Her merchandise and hire shall be consecrated to the Lord. This time it has a positive side to it. It shall not be hoarded or stored up like it has been for profit and so on. Her commerce shall provide for those who dwell in the presence of the Lord, that they may eat their fill and be elegantly clothed. So it will be a beneficial system of shipping and merchandising, not as it was for the self-aggrandizement of certain individuals and the inequality that was the result. And those who dwell in the presence of the Lord are those who live on into the millennium, especially those who serve him.